You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. This week we're going ape as we talk about Rise, Dawn, and end our discussion with War for the Planet of the Apes. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Brian Elkins. With me tonight... Hello, Wahid. <laughs> you usually do the introduction for me, so I was waiting for the, for the big, you know... You know, I like, to, I like to switch it up sometimes. Keep the, keep the listeners on their, on their toes. Uh, so, we're, so we are going ape tonight. We're, we're finally diving into the Planet of the Apes series. Not the uh, original five movie set or the Tim Burton one. We're going to start off with this new reboot series. Um... Starting with uh, with Rise, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Before we get started, uh, can we talk about the title ordering, dude? Uh, if it's confusing <laughs> as fuck, <laughs> it, it's Rise, Dawn, and then War. Yeah, yeah. It should it should be I don't know, man. Dawn, then Rise, then War. I feel like the second or, one yeah. should have been War. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, you know, it's like it feels like the second one was where the battle, where the war was. And, mm-hmm. It seems like this one should have been called Rise or Dawn. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's my only pet peeve with this film, man. Is uh, okay. So the last one, I was like, "Holy shit, man!" There's like epic battle scenes there. I mean, come on, like, dude, dude freaking tankers and all this shit. And oh, then, just really at the end, though. But still, dude, they set up a conflict of war, right? Yeah, and then the, this one is the war, one. and this one doesn't. It's more of a human war than the 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 freaking apes got caught in between but i digress we'll get to that later <laughs> are you talking you're talking about war there you, that, that's yeah you, yeah that's yeah this, this one yeah yeah but I, I i freaking loved it i'm not like this is not a, a shit on the film podcast episode <laughs> no these are all three are fucking great yeah that, that is one thing like this is a a really a really good sci-fi series and they, they give a lot of time to the uh the characters even in the second one it starts uh not the second one the, the very first one uh rise where you're you you start with James Franco and you're following James Franco's character with his dad and you get the Alzheimer thing and how these apes even you get the backstory and how they were created mm-hmm. and then the second half of the movie you're following sees really James Franco takes the back seat and everyone takes the back seat yeah 
It, it's just Andy Serkis. Yeah. It, no, <laughs> and Caesar. Andy Serkis does uh, a, a really great he carries he carries a series, man. That guy carries any series he's in. Not just that. He freaking carried the Hobbit and everything. Uh well he was barely in the Hobbit. Oh though. not the Hobbit, yeah. sorry. The, whatever. I, I hate those movies, so I don't know what they're called. Sorry, movie <laughs> the listeners. Lo- the Lord of the Rings. Those movies. things, yes. yeah. He was a great golem. Yes. yes, yes. The overly fucking expensive movies. Gollum, Gollum. Yeah. Or however yes. Yeah. I just oh. i I have a high dislike of those films. What, the Lord of the Rings or the yeah, Hobbit? All of them. All oh, of them. No, just man, the whole no. thing, man. What? And don't say you gotta watch I watched them a million times. My brothers oh. were big fans, man. I'm I'm not Dude, I, I love the first two Lord of the Rings movies. The third one, you know, hey the it, it's it's hard to close a trilogy. It really is. Oh yeah. I mean who am I to fucking say it's not? I've never done a trilogy, all right? And I've yeah. never done a trilogy that has like two hundred million dollar budget on each one, but it uh, just—it's not an interest of mine, man. I'm—I you know—I'd rather watch, um, you know, thank you for smoking like a million times than you know watch any of those films again. Um, yeah, I'm not really big into fantasy either, but I, I do like those. Lo- oh, dude, no, no, I am really big into fantasy. Oh, I'm just so not really? back oh, okay. into that fantasy. You know, I'm just not into that one. You know, I just, really? I just don't. Uh, Lord of the Rings, like the best of the fantasy, man. Like, dude, I'm just Conan a, a, and five minute freaking sweeping, like you know, helicopter shots of people fucking walking. I'm, I'm, I don't want, I don't need to see that. Oh, I can man, read that. That's great. Oh, uh, dude, I, no, look. If you don't like the movies, I would highly recommend not reading the books. <laughs> like, there, there, there are moments in the books where, like, you, you'll get to a paragraph and you'll just read like a Hobbit song, and you're like, "Why am I reading a Hobbit song?" There's a lot of like hobbits dancing and drinking I, ale. I, I want the honest trailer guys to to do an honest trailer for that uh, for that trilogy, man. Um, yeah, man. I, it it it. I think they're not doing it because they don't want people like destroying their channel. <laughs> Because there's a lot of fanboys for this, but he, uh, you know, Andy Serkis did. He was a real standout in Gollum, especially in that. Uh, I think it's the second one, in the Two Towers, yeah. where he's talking to himself. And he's when, got the when he really got into the Schmeagol, my precious. Yes, yeah. precious. Uh, but yeah, man, he's he's really, uh, dude. He's just freaking amazing, man. Um, uh, and really brings all these things to life. The eyes. Are, Dude, just that's amazing. really what I know, it. man. Yeah, like all those close-ups on him. I, I don't know, like Rise to me. So you know, before Rise, I saw the original one. All right, Charles uh, Yeah, yeah, like uh, freaking maybe two thousand one on VHS. Uh, that's a good movie. There was like a little pawn shop that was like not too far away from us, and they would sell like VHS tapes for like a dollar, basically. So like yeah. you know, I would just. Go more long, whatever it is, I can do like get 20, 30 bucks and I'll just spend it all on movies. I'll lock it out with like 30, 40, and like I'll haggle with the guy, you know, I'll like end up walking with like 60 tapes. Anyways, so I, I ended up collecting do. all of them, man. And, and those films really just lost traction after the second one. Um, man, they just got really stupid, like the original ones, they just got stupid. And like, you know, there's these shopping scenes where they're fucking walking through. Like the streets of New York or whatever it is with shopping bags. It was just like, it was just so weird. Oh, no, that was Escape from Planet of the Apes. It's the third one. Yeah, it's, yeah. I like that movie, man. It's good. It's good. It's got nice, nice social commentary to it. <laughs> well, okay. Good for them. Uh, <laughs> no, look, the first, the first so, four original Planet of the Apes movies are good. So I like when it. I, when I saw this, I was kind of starting onto that whole James Franco bandwagon, right? I'm like, oh, you know, it's, at that In terms point, of not liking him, or well, no. So at that point, he wasn't like the mega star that he is right now, right? Uh, is, like, he, is he a mega star right now, dude? This guy is in everything. He's either writing it, directing it, producing it. I Man, you should see his credits. It's insane. He's got like fifty things coming out. In I know, but I feel like you only see like maybe one or two a year. 
max. Dude, I don't I I I don't care if movies hit the theater anymore. That's a different conversation. I am a big consumer of just brand of people like you're that guy, and I'm just following you. I love your shit. I'm buying it, whether it's on iTunes or if I don't think it's great, I'll wait for it to hit Netflix, Hulu, yeah, whatever it, it is. It's just you know? hard to find stuff, though. I mean, like, uh, I did like the Spring Breakers because uh, mm-hmm. I didn't see that in the theater, and I saw that, uh, I think, on Netflix or Amazon uh, when that was streaming, and I enjoyed that. He was, yeah. he was good in that. Well, so, I mean, you know, so so we got the guy, and I'm like, okay, it's James Franco, cool. It's got John Lethgow in it, and, you know, it was in the trailer. I'm like, okay, oh, that's yeah. kind of cool. So, man, I went and saw it. And I never thought I would cry. And 2011, I was dating this girl. Yeah. So in 2011, I had this one different girl that I'm not, you know, dating anymore. And uh, I remember yeah, her turning. Yeah, an ex. I remember watching the yes. film with her, and she's like, "Why are you crying?" I mean, in the theater, I'm sobbing because, like, oh, you know, gosh. Caesar gets put through a lot in this film. So I mean, maybe you know, if look, if you haven't seen it, we'll give you a quick recap right now. I'll let Brian give you a synopsis of it. Oh wow, put me on the spot like that. Oh, well, it, I'll, I'll chip in. It, it, it's pre- it's pretty simple. James Franco's dad, played by John Lithgow, has Alzheimer's and he, he wants to cure him. So he gets these apes, and um, he comes up with this cure for Alzheimer's. His project it gets scrapped because um, one of the apes gets loose. Yeah, that they're testing on, and they think it's violence. They shut the program down, and it turns out that the ape was really just protecting her little baby, which grows up to be Caesar. Caesar. And yeah, well, well, they were get, they were gonna euthanize all the apes there because they thought they were infected with whatever. It's making them yeah. rage. Well, they and do so, euthanize them all. Yeah, yeah, they and so them. and so. Um, the guy who's in charge of that, like you know, the little audience surrogate sidekick for the first half of the film. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. He, he's a really funny actor. He's in, he's he's one of those guys. You go, oh yeah, it's that guy. I've seen him in all these funny with films. Oh, you're talking about the guy who ends up getting sick. Yeah, yeah, I forget the guy's name. And and he's the he's he's patient zero for the outbreak that yep. happens actually too, which is great. This is what I love about this film is it explains to you everything. It grounds it in reality, and that's what I think always makes a good sci-fi film is that their rules they set it up and it's it's so realistic. Okay, it is. It's not far fetched that this guy. Loves his death so much. He he turns out to be like a uh, like a molecular biologist. You know, like one of the best, brightest brains in the world. And he's doing that just so he can help cure his dad. Comes up with the freaking thing. You know, he he tests it on blue eyes. Blue eyes has a baby in the in the progress. You yeah, know, and, and that that's Caesar. The the whole you know ape run uh, of the trials goes ape shit in front of all the board of directors they're like fuck you we're cutting down this whole program you know you're you're lucky. Here. yeah you no, know, no no the guy's like you're lucky you're not fired you know because they didn't fire him because they you know the guy like they do him. let him work at home from then on out which i thought was yeah, kind of weird well it's well you know okay so <laughs> suspension of disbelief or we just don't want to see this fucking prick in the office again you know uh, anyway so he, that's, that's, yeah so well, he, no they give him shit later about not ever coming in yeah so Which like, like yeah, oh, come on, they man. like euthanize all these things, and and the guy's like, dude, I can't do it, I can't do one more, blah blah blah. So the, uh, you know, he makes him take Caesar home and. Begrudgingly, he takes him home, and then they develop this relationship, man, which is amazing. So, like, you know, he notices Caesar is smart. His dad starts liking playing with Caesar, and they teach him, like, sign languages and teach him what a home is. And it's like a dog, you know, like a domesticated dog almost. That's how that relationship was for a little bit. Yeah. Which was so realistic. And then... Uh, like you said, you know, Franco's dad gets sick, right? Like, worse. It gets really horrible. Yeah, he ends up getting worse, which he has to, like, in- he has to make a stronger virus 
Yeah. Because the antibodies yeah. in, his, in his dad's body are fighting back. Yeah, so he so, makes one, gives yeah. it to his dad. Dad gets better, so they have this, like, bliss of a moment, and then Frida Pinto comes in into the picture, and they start dating, and now she's, you know, she's because she's a veterinarian, and she starts, like, taking care of Caesar's health. Why was she in the movie? She does nothing at all, man. Dude, you'll, you'll need a chick on the side of James Franco. That's I'm just that. saying. I like, know. They did nothing with her character, though. I know. I know. Well, you know, she, well, she was she was pivotal at the very end because someone had to kiss James Franco to distract someone so she can like <laughs> jump on the bridge so he can go find the apes on the yeah. Golden Bridge. You know, so I I guess maybe for that I don't I don't don't ask me those kind of questions, man. That's like what is life? I don't I don't know why the fuck she's in there, but she's in there. <sighs> yeah, she. They don't really do a lot of their character. I you know I do like like how the the ape civilization is is coming and and human society collapse, whereas in the original sixty version, it, it just it's collapsed already. Yeah, you kind of like get the on. idea yeah. that it's like nuclear war. Yeah, and like we wiped ourselves out because you know it was the sixties and yeah, monster it, movies, radiation, everything was everywhere. Had to do the thing, yeah, with nuclear or atomic. Yeah, and now it's, I feel like in our sci-fi movies, we've gotten away from the atomic bomb and radiation. Now it's like, oh, we got to worry about science. Scientists playing God. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're making a cure, and now it's getting too crazy out of hand. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, they did an I Am Legend. They did it. They've they done did, it in yeah, every it's, movie. It's in every film, man. 20 you know? days later, it's like every single movie. Hey, hey, guess what? <laughs> you know, you want to know what the twist is on World War Z? Same thing, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, even The Walking Dead, yeah, it's, it's a virus. It's a virus, same. yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, man. It plays in modern figures. The, the Rise one, though, what's cool about it is you get to see... This, like you said, the point of view of the apes through Caesar's eyes. So yeah. you understand why Caesar, you know. So there was an incident in the neighborhood where, like, he bites some dude's finger off because that guy was trying to, like, beat up John Lethgow because. I don't think he actually bites his finger off. He oh, stops. Dude, no, he fucking bites the no, fucking finger off. No, because got Google that shit. He, he, yes. No, he stops right before he does, man. Because the guy later in the scene, when, the, when he snots on his clipboard. I'm sorry, the funny lab technician that yeah. is patient zero. Yeah. Remember he's coming to James, James Franco's house? Yeah. yeah, the guy's got all his fingers there. It's either a mistake in that scene. I or, don't I remember him biting that finger I, off. Bro. I think I think he stops, like because John Lithgow's character's like Caesar. Her, yeah. And he's like looking around at all the people, he's like, No, they think I'm a fatty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so sign language Caesar all of a sudden, you know, gets taken into this um like a animal control where it only ha- it's like a sanctuary but you know for apes basically yeah it's um, like a yeah like by court order it, it's it's not in a zoo no like, it's not they, it's they it's, have it's, chimps running around in san francisco i guess they had a lot well no i mean it's it's like a, a chimp uh two chimps are too violent with each other in the zoo uh it's like a sanctuary so you don't like kill them you just take them to that place they rehab them and <laughs> Whatever it is. Yeah. I, did, I didn't Anyways, understand that. He's there. He gets to see the mistreatment from, you know, humans to, um, you know, because some of, some of the apes in there, like Koba, Cuba, uh, yeah. um, you know, those, those were all like. He shows uh, up. Rocket? Rocket, you know. Mar- all, uh, yeah. What's his name? Mar- Marcel? No. You're talking about the orangutan? The orangutan. Uh, Maurice? Maurice. Maurice. Yeah. That's what it is. Maurice. Um, there we go. You know, they, they he gets to see all those guys and I mean, got apes and see some of them are like really damaged by humans. Other were just like um, stripped of their personality because they were like circus animals and they're too old. They can't perform the tricks anymore. Yeah, dude, it's fucking heartbreaking, well, bro. I was like, I was crying there when he's like, I would, I need to go like because they kind of like trick him into 
going behind that plexiglass and um oh oh yeah, when they they come and to man, get him and that place visiting. is like fucking ape jailhouse yo they're like yo we gonna fuck you up yeah because Draco Malfoy from Harry Potter yeah. is there like uh-huh. with his. I don't know. Is what is that thing? He's it's got, electric baton, like or yeah, electric baton taser. Yeah, throwing it against the cells and causing electricity to shoot down the cell walls and just uh, being a dick. Man. Yeah, and he's gonna come beat up Caesar because Caesar's the smartest, right? So Caesar figures out. Yeah. For me, he he becomes the big dog in the jailhouse by outsmarting everyone. You know, he gets the yeah. big yeah the big gorilla to like be uncaged because he understands how to, um, I guess, unlock its door. Take your stinking bar off me, you damn thirty-eight! No! And Caesar goes, no! I literally remember my like arm hair just like standing up when he said that. Like I got onto the edge of my seat, and like I know I remember people in the theater going, "Oh my god, dude, it's such a good scene," and and. It still has effect. It doesn't have as much effect when you watch it like seven, eight times. But if you don't well, watch, you don't, well, you don't well. watch. Yeah, but if you don't watch it for like a couple of years and then you watch it again, you're like, oh man, this is awesome. We start out, it's humans and about the human issue, and then it becomes about Caesar and he sees the oppression that his uh, his group of species is under, and then his turnaround, how to fix that with the same thing that the humans developed to help themselves. But then it also ends up killing themselves, and he just finds that he needs to find his own sanctuary. I just I love that whole part of it. It's such a well done film, and visually, it's freaking awesome. It's so well shot. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. With Caesar, it's, it's he really wants his people and his his species to be able to survive and be able to have freedom because they even kind of make there's there's a bunch of parts in the movie where James Franco has the leash. And yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. When of, he's taken up to the redwoods, yeah, yeah. You are kind of like James Franco. You're, you're kind of a dick, bro. Like, why are you putting a leash on him? You already know he's like a super smart, super ape. All right, he's yeah. super intelligent. Come on, you know it's well, for I, perceptions and all that stuff. But I yeah, know, no, I, I know why he does it. You know, like because you can't have a chimpanzee running out in society. You have to have. Yeah. A, you know, if if he was with you, you would have to have him on a leash. It makes yeah. sense. It's they do a good job of building like even the good people still have, like, bad motivation, you know, bad intentions sometimes. Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm I mean, aware I, th- of it. I think James Franco is just doing it because, you know, you put your dog on a leash, you know? Um, yeah. So in public, you have to have your chimp on a leash, you know? But, like... It's part of his society's yeah. norms. But yeah, exactly. The apes want more. You know, and then you can, can get behind that, man. Like, who the fuck wants to wear a leash? Dude, Nobody yeah. I know. Fuck. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, you know... If we do a movie like that about dogs, you know, you'll have a similar, very similar <laughs> scene. <laughs> bad dog. But, yeah, or bad human. But yeah, no, that's a, that's, I don't know, man. It's a great film. I loved it. Um, You know, it's a good Genesis story. Uh, You get to see Caesar's motivation. You see the apes' motivation, how the apes got smart, what um really led to the destruction of the planet as we know it, our society. Um, yeah, that is good. It, it it ends on a real bleak ending. Yeah, where it's like, okay, the apes got away. End, and then you think the credits are all done, and then it's like, oh, uh, and guys, uh, by the way, the world's uh, ending for you people. Yeah, 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 exactly. And you know, it's crazy that Patient Zero was like the chimp guy, the the guy that was like, I mean, he had humanity behind him. He didn't want to like euthanize the chimps, but he ended up doing it anyway. So it's kind of it's kind of funny that Patient Zero is the the guy that was like also killing apes. Yeah, and he didn't like, want to though. He felt yeah. really bad about it, man. I know, but still, I just the irony behind it, you know, because 
I don't know. I just so that that's basically Rise. I guess. I mean, that's yeah. my thoughts on it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's a good movie. R- really well done. Yeah, I I just remember when it, came, when it first came out, I was thinking it was very like B. It was gonna be a B movie, and it was just gonna be a lot of fun. And then that's what I thought too, man. I did not expect the heart in yeah. that script and the storytelling. It it does win you over, and I, and I was even if you're not a fan of the series. Oh, they 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 bring a couple of things over from the first movie as well, like. Uh, bright eyes um, and yeah, blue, yeah, eyes. blue eyes. Yeah, they also uh, mentioned in this one uh, at least twice uh, the Icarus spaceship. They mm-hmm. says it's going to Mars. Yeah, uh, Mars. And then I think there's a newspaper later on where it says it's got lost. Yeah. So you see, I'm telling so. you right now that what I what I told you about this <clears throat> the war at the very end, where you're like, dude, I did not see it, and you already saw it twice at that point. I'm telling you that last shot there. That's not a fucking lens flare. It's a little fucking ship, and it's that one. It's coming back, and now by the time it lands, it's going to be the planet of the apes. Man, you know. <laughs> That's going to be the fourth one, I guarantee you. I, I do. I got I to gotta see it a third time. I didn't, I didn't notice. You know, well, okay, I'll buy your ticket, and we'll just go, and we'll sit through the whole film just so you can see that part. I'll take you up on that, sir. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess uh, I guess that's it for Rise. Good movie. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's move on to Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. We've been through hell together. We spent four years, four years, fighting that virus and then another four fighting each other. It was chaos. But you, you all know what we're up against. I need to speak to Caesar! And I want you to know, it's not just about power, it's about giving us the hope to rebuild and reclaim the world we lost. This one's a little bit different. We we switch. This one's got a little switched up. A director change. Matt Reeves was coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, Rupert Wyatt. Wyatt did the first. Did one. the first one. Yeah. And I'm not too familiar with his work. I know he did that Mark Wahlberg movie, The Gambler, which I have not seen yet. Yeah. I, I, I have. Seen it yet. I have not seen it. I have no interest in seeing. It. I, I do. I do kind of want to see it because it's, it's got John Goodman in it. I always love John Goodman. Bro, if if you Even had if interest in seeing it, it's been out for like two years or three years. You would have seen it by now if you. Had oh, dude, no, look, it. hey, hey, I get, I get around. I get around to him. All right. It sometimes it takes some time. Yeah, completely different crew. Yeah, yeah, everything's different. Yeah. Um, but they kept the tone. I mean, yeah. it's a little dark. No, no, not visual tone. Yeah, they didn't keep the visual darker tone. and much nicer cinematic, in my opinion. Yes. But they kept the tone of the what defines the character of Caesar and what defines the human interactions around it. And you know, let's just be clear about this: that all three are the story of a fucking ape, not humans. And the humans are just characters that come in and out of his life. Yeah. This film has more humanity and heart in it than any fucking film about humans. For me. Wow, you like Don? You like Don that much, huh? I like 
No, I'm talking about the series in general. Oh, you talking about the series? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. There's there's a lot of movies with humans in them, man. Not too many movies with apes. So. Man, I don't know, man. <laughs> Most of all the films with humans in them suck. And uh, this this one is awesome, man. It, it's, it's about a, a fucking ape, and it's more human than humans are in other movies. Like, they're constantly pushing toward war in this film and, and conflict with the humans, but Caesar is always very cautious. He's a politician in this one. He's like, you know, he's married, he's got a kid, a second one on the way, and Don, you know, you yeah. start out and you're really kind of more on the... On, on. It starts out with a hunting scene, so there's a hunting party, which is Caesar, his kid. Oh, dude, that's so, so fucking, fucking awesome, awesome right? It starts on his eyes. Yeah. Super cool. Well, the movie actually bookends on his eyes. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, it's it's kind of cool because, like, you know, they, they kind of develop their own, like... Um, what we would see as primitive culture, but I don't know. I'm not an anthropologist, so I can't tell you if that's correct or not. Because um, they have, yeah, la- I mean, they, they have language. They have language skills. They yeah. they kind of built a holdup in between the mountains and the redwoods where Caesar and the apes escaped from the last film. Yeah, they have their bases all made of wood and everything. They're not like, using metals yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, yet. and their hierarchy, um, not what the apes' hierarchy used to be. So it's not like one guy with harems. You know, um, it's it's. You can families. Eat. Yeah, it's families. Um, They're all living like, together. Yeah. yeah, with little apes running around. Maurice is teaching them, like, alphabets. And a- ape does not kill ape. Yeah, ape does not kill ape. Or yeah. ape shall not kill ape. Yeah. Or whatever the law is. Yeah. And From then, the lawgiver. Yeah, yeah, they have their own, like, Ten Commandments, <laughs> um, which I thought was really cool, man. Yeah, I mean, so, so like, they set up that world immediately, like, in the first six minutes of the film with them, yeah. uh, which is awesome. And so... Again, how do we get the human story in there? A human dude is wandering through the fucking forest and comes into contact with the apes. It's not like they cut to a scene and you're like, what the yeah. fuck, where did these humans come in? No, no, like they, that's just such good storytelling. The, the fact that you can pull off a, a big budget blockbuster and not have actual humans yeah. as your main characters is, yeah. is mind-blowing that audiences today yeah. accept do, it. You, you, you can put Brad Pitt in this. And I'm not going to go see it for Brad Pitt. I'm going to see it for Caesar. Uh, the yeah. CGI fucking ape. Yeah. yeah. Although, I do like Jason Clark a lot in this. Uh, the lead... Uh, oh, dude, yeah. He's so good. Human actor. He, he is. He is. I guess human, they're, I, well, I guess they're all human actors, but the, the lead the character the human that character. is portraying a human. Because yep. <laughs> I guess Andy Serkis yeah. is technically the lead lead. But Yeah. So, the premise behind this one is pretty simple. There is a group of survivors that... Um, Survived their outbreak. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. The the whole world went to shit. The whole world went to shit. You get a great <laughs> opening. I love that oh, dude, o- graphic I, <clears throat> opening. Yeah. But, oh, dude, it's great. But you know, like, it's so good. I, I don't know if this came before World War Z or World War Z came before this one. Oh, this uh, was definitely before World War Z. Okay, so yeah. World War Z then ripped off the opening from this one because it's very fucking similar with like it, the lines. You know how how the infection got transported through. Oh, is the, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd pretty, have to say. I just remember the ant montage with the uh, the title coming up for World yeah, War Z. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, so... Um, I do like the open this one, though. No, I love it. I love it. Um, and then also, like, the juxtaposition in there, too. The, you know, it doesn't say, like, there's not a title card going, 15 years since the uh, apes went to Redwoods and humanity went to shit. No, it's yeah. like, you know, the, you show the, you know, the culture now that this guy... Uh, has built and you know that this ape has built with his fellow apes and you're like okay so sometime progress and then he's just sitting chatting with Maurice man like they're like out on like the top hill you know looking over their kingdom that they built and Maurice is like I haven't seen lights in 10 winters yeah and, and I'm like oh shit okay it's been 10 years 
That is awesome writing, man. It's brilliant. Yeah, and it's, it's something like they haven't seen him for like two, but yeah, yeah. I, I like Maurice and Maurice Rocket and and Caesar. Like the, I even I even like cool Co- triangle. I like Cuba in this one too to begin with. Oh no, and, no, yeah, Cuba was great in this. Yeah, uh, the hunt scene when he saves him from the bear. Yeah, dude, that was badass. Dude, that was it's badass. Great. Yeah, you do. They have a good camaraderie. They do all of them, all of them. So you can you can still see the innocence in there before politics and difference of opinion comes in. That's yeah. That's kind of where yeah. things go wrong. And, and yeah, and that's what's cool about this film because you can start seeing the evolution of the ape in the human perspective. Um, because you know you'd like to think if if okay, so if if you're not an uh, evolution theory person, you're a creationist. Uh, uh, you, you would like to think that you know when Adam and that's Eve. That's not a thing, man. <laughs> well, I'm just those people exist. What the fuck? I can't dismiss them. I'm just saying, like you know, you gotta pander to all audiences. All right. So, okay. <laughs> what, dude? We can we can have a, a a priest listening to us, and you know he like beats no, that, out that, every time look, we say look, fuck. No, no, I don't know. Look, you know hey, look. When the on, Pope comes gonna... out and says that evolution was a thing, yeah, I think I think I think if you still are holding on to creationism at this yeah. point. But then, if you're, you're Methodist or Baptist, you're like, fuck the Pope. He doesn't speak for me. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Let, let's just be realistic. Again, you see, and this is this is what I'm saying. This so, is Vatican, so, bro. This okay, Vatican. So, come so on. guys, our conversation that we're having right here, basically, this is what's great. Because, so, like, this is what Dawn of the Planet of the Apes um, basically did. is <laughs> It showed how those guys, uh, those apes, were not talking this way and arguing this way until the humans came in and outside influence came in to fuck with their ideology and then all of a sudden Koba's like no fuck humans we gotta kill them and then Caesar's like I don't want any fights with them and then there there becomes well, like he's, a he's coup got de a good reason, in there though, because it, and they do a good job of showing it throughout the entire movie especially the second half but it's very clear that Caesar's reason for not wanting to start start war is his apes are gonna die his family members gonna die because unlike most other apes he knows the firepower capacity of what humans still have and could probably still maintain. He's that smart. Yeah, but I mean, Cuba's such a dick, though. Like, he's a uh, dick to but, his apes when he's in charge. But Yeah, but but here's here's why. Cause so, so Cuba would be the equivalent of um, someone that was abused a lot uh, psychologically as a kid uh, in their childhood and never really seek counseling yeah, I see that. He gets and they get into a, a power yeah and yeah, so and that, so he yeah. gets you know Cuba gets tortured a lot by humans so he's got this anger which actually they talk about in the third film too and you know yeah and oh no he's got the great scene in dawn bro where he's like uh forget what it is man but it's so good and he's pointing to all his scores like yeah oh human work yeah human they need to do human work, work to fix yeah, this dam to, to turn the lights on okay, that's what yeah, it is yeah and he's pointing to all his scars human going work human work human like it's, it's so, so good, good, man. Yeah. I know. And, and, and then you're like, first you just feel so shitty by yourself. You're Caesar? like, you know what? If Cuba kills a human, I'll be fine with it right now. Like he, he needs to kill a couple. Uh, I don't know. He looks scary though. Yeah. He does look. He, he's a, we he's we a made him that way. Ape. We made him that way. He's probably not getting any honeys because of us, man. He ain't getting none of that ape little, you know, love. His eyes all fucked up. His oh, he just humans did that. But yeah, wait, he hold on. So, so like, okay, a quick summary. Sorry, we digressed here. A uh, quick summary is. Caesar and his group started their own civilization. The humans that survived uh, the outbreak, or whatever it is, kind of banded together into like a big um, uh, mall area, basically. Yeah. And uh, you know, yeah. So, 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 some were uh, former soldiers that kind of joined with them. Some were civilians. 
Jason Clark and Gary Oldman, they they're the ones that actually like formed yeah, this, this, th- this group. Yeah. yeah. So so Gary Oldman like is is the kind of like the leader both yeah. militarily and civilian and 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 Jason Clark's character is it Jason Clark? Yeah, Jason. Yeah, I think he's he he does like the engineering. He, he's yeah, he's he's more of the engineer kind of like how do we sustain how do we sustain our new society right now? And so they they the, their main issue just like any human society that we have right now because of what we know it as is they don't have power. They they don't have a way to generate power other than like putting diesel generators on, they're going to run out. And so winter is coming. <laughs> Game of Thrones. And uh <laughs> So Jason Clark oh leads God. an expedition to go to the nearest dam to see if they can turn it back on. Yeah, so so they go and they they try to fix it, and um, you know, there's there's a cool little relationship that they end up establishing. So there's there's a mistrust relationship from some humans. We have an equivalent of Cuba, that's a human. Uh, oh, the bald guy from yeah. uh, the Twelve Monkeys TV show. Yeah. Oh my God, guy's a an unbelievable dick. He's even got a line in the movie. He's like, "Well, so I'm the asshole here." Like, yeah. yeah, no, no, you are. Yeah, yeah, you are being the asshole here. Yeah, <laughs> and um, exactly right, buddy. Basically, in the process, um, the humans do get the dam turned on, but you have someone like Koopa where he goes, "You know, human work, human work," and he goes, oh, "Well, so he knows what they're gonna do if they have the power." So he leads a coup d'état and stages uh Caesar's murder and blames it on uh a human. Yeah, leaves the gun there. So yeah, his kid so, comes out and Yeah, because because c- you know, he he did some investigation. He's like, "Oh my god, they have weapons and they have tanks and you know, we don't have we have spears and sticks." Yeah. And so he but but you know, we're apes, we have muscles and we're faster and we're more agile than humans without their tools. So we're smart now. We're going to go take their tools and basically that's what Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is about. This leads to some of the best action scenes put on freaking camera, man. I mean, there's this one shot where it's like a, a lockdown shot on the freaking um, the tank. tank. Yeah. Oh my fucking and it just starts god! Spinning it's around. so beautiful, man. Holy Cuba shit! Cuba gets in there and like rips the one dude out. That goes yeah. in there, beats a bunch of the dudes up. Yeah, no, it's that is a good shot. Uh, it's, you know, it's amazing. I I, I I like the battle scene, but man, I really like that one uh, one part where he's he's like, "We're gonna go see the humans," and he's like, "Well, we gotta just show strength." And Caesar's like, yeah. "We will." And then you just see all those apes, yeah, and they're just marching into San Francisco. Yeah. With, You're with their, like, "That's more than eighty, yeah." With their with their white uh, 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 paint on the oh face. yeah, they yeah, all and have they this got war the spears. Paint. Uh, oh, and then the, like the Caesar, Caesar, they have like a cavalry division. They're yeah. like mounted on horses. Yeah, and they get there, and so at that point, when Jason Clark came back from the expedition, he told him like, "There are talking apes." Yeah, and no one believes it. Like Aaron was like, "Get the fuck out of here," kind of thing, and they all like are like around the main gate. Apes! Do not want war, but will fight if we must. Ape home! Human! Oh! 
No, I really like how Andy Serkis does the uh, the Caesar voice, like how he yeah. speaks and those breaths. And, you know, it's just like, oh, I'll do one or two words here, take a break, breathe, speak the rest of my sentence. Yeah. It, it, the way he breaks up the sentences, it's always very well done. It's good because he's also developing the, the pattern speech, right? So, yeah. so, so you can still see that his brain is still fusing. It's not like, oh, my God, Caesar all of a sudden can fucking talk like a normal human being. Um, yeah, no, no, they they do good progression do through great, each movie, yeah. even. Yeah, 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 it's it's wonderful. Um, Caesar has a group of apes and humans helping him. Oh yeah, and then he does. Cuba has a group of apes trying to kill humans, and then Gary Oldman has a group of humans trying to kill Cuba and his apes. Because it's now a shame they- Gary Oldman can't let it go at the end, though, man. Yeah, I know, but you know, like, but it's that's what makes it a good movie. It is, but it is kind of a shame. It's just like, man. Damn it, Jason Clark! Wait, what the fuck did you say to him when when Caesar and Cuba are fighting up the top of the tattle? Like, what were you saying to Gary Oldman? Yeah, yeah, you were doing a shit job of talking. Yeah, about- talking him out of blowing the whole thing. Yeah, because but- he kills himself at the end. It's like, well, here's the thing. Dude. So, so, but, but, okay. So, I'm saving so, humanity. Well, he is because his wife is dead at that point, and his daughter or kids, sorry, are dead because you see them when the power comes back on, and he's able to recharge yeah, his iPad. That's a good. And scene. there's a picture in there, and he's crying about it. But then he confronts this force, which now is armed with weapons. Man versus ape with no weapons on either side. Ape always wins. Man with weapons versus ape. Man might win. Yeah. Man with weapons against ape with weapons. And ape able to think. Fucking ape will destroy humanity. And that guy saw it. So no matter what you can say to him, you don't understand. He's got a martyr's head right now because his family's dead. So for him, yeah, no, he I, doesn't have a legacy other than I'm going to be known as the well, great general that like blew up the fucking tower to kill all the apes on it. His character is well defined. It's just, yeah. it's just a shame. I, yeah, know, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, ah, oh, come on, Gary I, I, I would have done the same thing if I were him. If I if I thought like you know a, I, I a plan know. of apes is about to take humanity and I have nothing left to lose and no legacy left on this planet. And I know I have all those fuckers in one spot right above me, but all I have to do is pull that trigger. And, I, like, I would have totally waited for blow. the army because they already contacted the no, army. They call, the no, they caught no, but they don't know when they're coming because the transmission got cut out before they heard them back. So but I'm not I, waiting I for no would. army. I'm gonna fucking stop them where they are. I would I would I would have ran out of town like a little girl. <laughs> no man, hands you, up in the air. You, you, you got you gotta do you gotta do the 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 Stalin and 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 uh, you know Peter the Great strategies, man. Torch, torched Earth strategy, you know. So like, I have the Monty Python strategy. Run away! Run away! Run away. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ridiculous ass Sorry. movie. Uh, uh, that's funny. But I, I will have to say, like, special effects wise, this movie. I don't know what they did in between Rise and Dawn. Oh my god! Yeah. But Big difference, dude. The monkeys look so the apes, whatever. Yeah, the they apes look so good, man. They look I, so good. I think I really think it's the tone, the visual tone they chose to go with allows for that because it's a little bit darker. No, um, no, dude. The the water, the water when it's raining, the beginning hunt battle scene. Oh, dude, I know. You, yeah, you yeah, got yeah. the close up of yeah. uh, Caesar's eyes, and it just pulls out, and you see his face, and you can yeah. see his wet fur. Yeah. That shit looks ridiculous, man. Yeah, no, I, it dude, looks so good. It, it looks like real life almost. Yeah, it's it's a it's a great movie, man. I loved it. Um, eyes too, man. I just I can't get over the eyes. Yeah, like, and especially in Dawn because there's um there's scenes where like Andy Circus, especially at the end, where like 
He's got red eyes from being upset and crying. Yeah. Oh, like when um, Cuba staged that, you know, fake coup d'etat or whatever it is, um, and the humans find him, and Carrie Russell, oh my god, Carrie Russell is in this. She's so hot. I love her to death. Uh, <laughs> Matt yeah, Reeves. Bring yeah. it. When, what was the TV show she was she on? She was Felicity. Oh, okay, because he worked on that. Yeah, with, and, uh, yeah. With was that J.J. Abrams? Abrams? Yeah, yeah. And, and she's also on The Americans. Anyways. Um, he comes from that school. Yeah. Hotty in there. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> anyway moving on. <laughs> moving on. But anyways, um, they find him. They take him back to um, uh, James Franco's house. And they get to see who that's, Caesar is, and it's amazing. Really? I love, that's amazing to you? To that, me, it's dude, amazing. that's my least favorite scene in the whole movie. No, I loved it because now, now Jason Clark's character understands where Caesar's coming from for trying to be peaceful because Caesar believes he's also half-human. Not like... What? No, no, like he has humanity because he got brought up by humans. That's what I'm trying to say. So he sees it. He sees why he was trying to save these kids... From getting hurt, he I don't sees know. why. Doesn't he, he have a line in there like where he's like, "I thought we were all, apes were always better than humans," but then when Cuba like uh, Cuba shoots him, then he's like, "Oh well, I or Cuba, Cuba, yeah, Cuba, 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 Cuba. you Cuba. know Cuba. those apes from Cuba, it's, it's you know." Cu- 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 oh, you racist fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it! I didn't mean it like that. Shit, you know what I meant? Yeah, I meant Cu- Cuba. Damn it! It was because of the name. And, yeah, yeah, uh, you, know, I you can't take that one back. No. The damage is done. No, no, no yeah, hey, hey, foot, hey, mouth. Hey, hey, people, uh, uh, <sighs> at Twitter, it's the Movie Crew <sighs> Podcast. That's not what I meant. Damn it! Tweet us how racist Brian is right now. Anyways. Caesar really thought he believed the perfect. He built the perfect society, and there is no politics and no any of that stuff in there. And then Koopa proved him wrong, and that's when he told him. And you're right; he does have that scene. He says, "I always thought apes were better than humans because apes did not fight each other." And Caesar right, doesn't kill apes in Caesar's world. But then all of a sudden. The apes are getting smarter. Some are starting to think for themselves. Some politics starts coming into it, and then you have that issue. I, I think this is one of the one of the best well written films ever. No, oh, I mean it's screenplay it's, it's, it's freaking amazing, man. Yeah, I think you know what I think it's. Uh, I don't know if it's my favorite of the series, but it's 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 really good. What? I don't know. I don't know, man. I we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, in fact, we'll get to that right when we come back. We're gonna play the trailer for War for the Planet of the Apes, and we'll be back. I did not start this war. I offered you peace. I showed you mercy. But now you're here. Finish us off for good. All of human history has led to this moment. The irony is we created you. And nature has been punishing us ever since. 
This is our last stand. And if we lose, it will be a planet of apes. And we're back. That was the trailer for War for the Planet of the Apes. Uh, the third installment in the Ape series here. The newest one. It's now out in theaters. Uh, again, directed by Matt Reeves. Coming, returning back. Wahid, what'd you think of this, man? Dude, um, I liked it a lot. And it's not what I was expecting. And here's why. After the whole debacle of my life that happened with the movie called The Witch, I decided... Any movie that I'm interested in seeing, I'm going to just see the trailer only. I'm not reading reviews. I don't go online. I don't seek out people's comments about it. I just fucking wait till I watch it myself. But wait, wait, I still wait, wait, got screwed on, with on. this film. Wait a minute. Are you, are you saying The Witch is a bad movie? Oh, God. I, the way it was marketed to me, it was so disappointing. And I was just such a hype on it. You're that out I was, of here. I was, You're out of here. You're, you're done. I was You're, following it so... I was so looking forward to that thing because especially the whole Black Phillips thing, man. Like, I over where my people come from, where y'all come from, um, <laughs> who are you people? Um, the whole, like, goat oh thing, a black goat and the black goat, like, being possessed by um, a, a, a demon spirit or yeah, a witch yeah. is... A very, satanic goat? Yeah, yeah it's, it's very prevalent over there. And so I was like, oh, my God, they're going to bring that and they're going to put it in the... So I was I was so excited about that, but I was so disappointed with the way the film turned out because of the way it was marketed to me. So I decided I'm never going to do that again. So with this film, go back and rewatch The Witch. Great movie, great movie. I rewatched it four times since. Do, I still do we love it? it we love it here. Come on, come on, come on. I, got, I, I know you guys love you, it. I know you get you on board here. All right, we'll, we'll talk later. All right, <laughs> some freaking you know film Nazi over here. But all right, what I'm trying to say is, we're going to make you love that movie through repeat watching. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna drill it in your head, like a like a scene from Clockwork Orange. That's right. I'm gonna <laughs> just open up. up my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get my wife to just drop, put eyedroppers. Yeah, yeah, it's like watch it, watch it until you love it. Uh, that's a good movie title. Watch it, watch it till you love it. Uh, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Come on, dude. Oh, come on. Look, there's so much to love. Okay, but, but we're but talking yeah, about anyways, apes. We're, we're talking about apes. Um, quality wise, still. Still top notch. Uh, good oh, storytelling. Yeah. Great cinematography. Um, very well edited. Uh, amazing visual effects. Loved all that about it. Um, I I, wa- I was expecting a big war between the apes and the humans, where the apes overtake everything by force. And what I instead got was a war between one shitty side of the humans and another shitty side of the humans, and the apes were caught in between. Oh, well, you get that one battle in the be- you get a battle in the beginning that you see. That's the big thing. Most of the shit you see from the trailer is from like the first, the very first thirty six, minutes. Yeah, or so. yeah, yeah. But still, like nonetheless, I still am entitled to my opinion. Um, no, no, so, no. I, so I, I hear you, man. No, I hear you. It's not that I hate it. I, I, I still like this film a lot, but I'm not gonna say I love it uh, until I watch it like two or three more times, probably. I see. I had the exact opposite reaction. Um, I was expecting this to be, a, like you said, like a big, I mean, you look at the poster for it. You look at the poster and it's like a huge, uh, massive army of apes. Apes and, and, and then humans yeah. with their helmets on that says, you know, like monkey ape killer, kill, monkey yeah. killer, you know, and then like 
gorillas with like donkey on them, you know, like painted on them. They're like, oh my god, there are apes fighting with humans against apes. That's crazy. So you are see that. Yeah, battle. that's what I was thinking. Yeah. No, I, I get it, but again, like just like and we Dawn, got a big fucking battle, but it was between humans, not between apes and humans. Sorry, that's my cat in the background. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's a it's a feline movie. We're talking about animals, and you know, you know, yeah. She she had to, she had to come by and do a, a guest uh, appearance. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I again, it's just like Dawn, where it's it's split into two films almost. Where I don't know. I was totally okay with this because the whole ex- prison escape at the end. I was not expecting that to be the oh, last dude, half of the I, movie. I was not that, yeah. And I fucking loved it, man. Me too. Me too. I loved it. And the story, like... Okay, so by the way, guys... What they do with the flu again here, man, totally caught me off guard. Was not expecting them to even bring that shit back up. Spoilers, everyone. So we're in, like, major spoiler territory. If you want to listen to us, great. If you haven't watched the film. Uh, But um, if you're going to be a... Yeah, watch the fucking film. But yeah, um, so why don't we give them a little synopsis first before we get into, you know, they're like, what are you talking about if they haven't seen it? Oh, okay, well, the nitty-gritty of this one is now some more time has passed, but not as much because um, Caesar's uh, second son is still rather small. Mm-hmm. So only a couple years has passed. Yeah. You don't get a, an exact... Um, Date given, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's been a few years since since yeah. dawn. It's been, and they've been, and they've still been fighting with humans, and you open with this huge military battle where these humans... Or are now actually working with apes. Caesar is leading an ape insurgency, and he's hi- in hiding in the woods with his, like, militant apes. Yeah. And the humans are out to try to clear him out. Kind of like what you would do with ISIS, almost. You know, they're in hiding in caves or whatever it is, and you send, like, elite yeah. units to them. So this is the military that got called on the last leg of Dawn of the Planet of the Apes that came in. And so this the unit... guys from the north. So, so, okay, so you see this elite unit of soldiers, and they have these uh, apes from, you know, the Koopa Revolution with them. Yeah. And they got, like, Donkey, like Donkey Kong, basically, from Donkey Kong, you know, like, painted on their back, and they're in servitude of... of donkey. This. So they're the ones that are, like, holding a lot of the heavy uh, equipment. They're, they're the ones that are holding, like, the... Uh, RPG grenade launchers and all that stuff, and, yeah. and, and they get some of the apes to like climb the tall trees and look yeah. out. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. That was really cool. So I'm like, okay, wait, are those are those like Caesar's apes or are they what? You know, like Caesar and humans are working together now. And then then they cut to a close up of like one of the regiment leaders basically, and he's on the comm. And he's like, you know, Colonel, uh, we're here. Blah blah blah. Oh, dude, that guy's badass and, with that yeah. crossbow too. You're thinking the humans are winning, and then all of a sudden Caesar and his like elite apes soldiers show up on horseback, show up on fucking oh, mounted horseback awesome. like an awesome regiment, and they just like tear that whole group up, so except big. for four. One of them ha- is a really skilled crossbow guy, and um, some three other yeah, dudes. <laughs> and and then you know you can still see there's some like some little infighting with the apes where uh, Caesar's like, I'm going to release you guys because you're going to be the message to your colonel, leave me alone, and we'll have peace. Yeah. And th- some of the other apes, they're like, you know, should we really do that, Caesar? We should kill him. And he's like, no, that's the message. I want peace, you know? And he brings <laughs> that up later in the movie, too. He's like, I, you know, I showed your men mercy. Yeah. And yeah. he does. Like, yeah. he goes out of his way. To, like, not kill them. So so there's this albino um, gorilla that is on um, Caesar's team, 
that ends up betraying uh, them because okay, here's the thing. Here's dick, here's gorilla. why some of these gorillas and all that stuff are working with the humans. Apparently, this colonel is so fucking horrible that they know his resolve will end up winning the war for the humans, and they don't want to die. So they're kind of getting like almost like uh, pre-pardon permissions from him that if you fight on our side, you'll be fine. Yeah. Kind of thing. If when we win the war, and 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 this guy apparently has such a such a presence that even this like six hundred pound fucking gorilla that can think and talk now is fucking scared shitless of him. Yeah, well, um, I mean, they're scared because of all the weapons and stuff. Because yeah. um, this colonel, they're in a in a bunker where they've found all these like what well, uh, it's, it's a weapon. It's a weapon. It's a it's a it's a it's an old weapons depot. Weapons depot, like a military outpost, and you know, it's an elite fucking military fighting force that came from the north. I mean, these guys got everything. I mean. Uh, anti-aircraft, yeah. uh, you know, launchers, and, and they there's got this, it. But this one uh, particular gorilla, uh, one of the donkey gorillas, uh, it's, it's, he's constantly in the movie throughout the entire thing. Yeah, he's the one that helps like Caesar at the very, very end. Very end. But, but yeah, he he's the one that explains that they're you know yeah. because Caesar's like they're all these apes are afraid of me. I mean these you know that's why they fight for him. And this gorilla's like I'm yeah. not afraid of you. I choose my own fate. And, and it comes to play later on, which is like really clever. It's it's a it's a very well written film, man. Yeah, um, and because the the white gorilla, he t- he takes him out. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to like keep a watch on him, and later uh, in the scene, like after he lets those guys go, the the albino ape comes up, and he's well, like, like, "Oh, he hit me in the head." head. Yeah, dude, I did not see that coming. Yeah, that they, that they worked out a deal yeah, where that the he, big ape is like, "Hey, albino he's betraying ape." Him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuz the albino ape is the one who portrays him and lets him know where their their home is. Yep. And so so the colonel that, shows up. And that's where the colonel shows up God, with damn, his elite man. unit. All right, well this is super spoilery, guys, but the colonel comes in to their compound and he takes out Caesar's youngest son, uh well, no, no, his oldest, oldest son, son and his wa- and his wife. Wife. They kill him, him down in cold and, blood. Man, this is where it gets uh it gets a little revenant right here. Yeah, man, because you know Caesar's like, I'm gonna fucking come kill you, you motherfucker. It's the scene you see from the trailer with the waterfall, and mm-hmm. oh man, it is amazing. amazing. Yeah, it's over real quick though, because the colonel cuts the cord, he falls down, and uh, Caesar falls down. Yeah, the colonel climbs back up towards the you know the 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 ridge that he climb down from another thing they really set up and they don't bring it back really until the end but the sun is coming back from across the desert and he yeah. found another place far far away from the humans yeah so that the the apes can live and caesar and sends all of his apes yeah. out there and he decides that he's gonna go kill this colonel yeah so he he for goes killing his family he, yeah and it's revenge yeah it's revenge uh so it becomes like a revenge thriller he leaves, and Maurice and um, Rocket. Rocket. I don't know who the gorilla is. And uh, I don't remember the gorilla in the other two films. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't remember him either. Because uh, you know the the first gorilla in the first film got killed. Yeah, on, he yeah. got shot. And then, anyways. So, anyways. I don't know so, who that one is. So some random gorilla. Uh, yeah, some some random gorilla that like moved up the ranks, right? And. Uh, <laughs> What? He's, he's like his he, fucking he, bodyguard. He, he climbed the ape ladder. Yeah. <laughs> Straight to the top. Yes. <laughs> With the banana. Um, 
Uh, by the way, what I love about all these films is they not once do they show the apes eating bananas in this one or the or the dawn. Which was no, great. no, no. I do like that. I love that. They, uh, they eat meat too. I yeah. like that. They're not uh, vegetarians. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think mo- I think aren't apes ve- apes and gorillas are vegetarians, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It shows them if you want your brain to expand. Like, our brains as human beings fucking did. We didn't eat lettuce to expand our brains. I'm sorry. I have a lot of vegetarian, vegan friends. Just telling you, we didn't get to where we are right now by eating. If, if that was the case, turtles will be the smartest fucking animals on this planet. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Or rabbits. Hey, maybe they are the smartest animals. They're Slow not. Slow and They're steady. fucking dumb. It wins the race. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Who said that? That was stupid. Aesop, uh, okay. you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, no. You gotta be fast so to win the race. So the apes in these films do eat meat so they can get the fucking protein to expand their brain. Anyways, which is like scientifically fucking proven. You need to fucking eat meat. All right, anyways. Uh, <laughs> now that we've got that scientific fact. Yeah, yeah, we got that shit done. All right, come back to the film. All right, so, uh, yeah, so, so Caesar goes on this journey, you know, and it's winter again. And uh, he, he's he's trying to find where this colonel is and how. Love the snow. Yeah, the not the ape. Yeah, the ape says, you know, I I heard some of the men of the colonel could be in this like little outpost by the by the beach. Yeah. So they all go up there to investigate. Maybe they can take one hostage, torture him, get some information of where the colonel would be in. And when they get there, there's a guy that they kill almost immediately because the guy was trying to kill him. And then they go search yeah. the house for, like, you know, for goods, you know, food, water, whatever it is that they can take on the rest of their journey. And um, they find this little girl who can't speak. I, 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 man, I love this. This is one thing I really loved about the film, the, the simian flu and how it evolves. Yeah. So all these survivors, they tell you in the movie that they're all carrying it. They still all have yeah. the flu. And what it does, it it actually reverts them back. It mutates. It makes them dumb. Yeah, to where they, they're mute. They can't yeah. speak anymore. And they end up like the people in the Charlton Heston 60 version of Planet of the Apes. And it's, yeah. oh, it's, it's so brilliant. Amazing, it's yeah. a great way. The, the virus mutates. I mean, dude, I, yeah. got, I got a real big boner. And since they're stuff. all carriers, it's going to mutate within their genetics as well. Yeah. And then slowly like turn them into these simpletons uh that can't communicate with each other they're gonna they, turn they, into the apes yeah they yeah apes it, are turning into humans and, and humans vice versa apes. and yeah. you know it's 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 nature nature selection at that point so caesar okay. caesar though here's where the crazy thing is he doesn't even feel kind of guilty about shooting her dad um where in no, another no, no. movie yeah you would have immediately saw that he would have felt guilty well yeah he lets and, the guys uh, go that like attacked yeah. their compound just a second ago in the movie yeah but so now you know it's a different ball game man he killed my fucking wife and kid i'm going to come out like fuck all humans kind of thing like he's got the rage yeah. he's got the cuba eyes and and, and cuba does come back cuba. in the movie a uh, cuba sorry cuba coba 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 it's coba it's coba cuba is it Cuba? Yeah, it's not Cuba though. So don't Coba. say Cuba. Yeah, Cuba. 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 Yeah. Cuba. Damn. Fuck, man. And we're doing a podcast, and we can't speak. Uh, <laughs> man, this is a problem. Uh, yeah, but he 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 does come back in some flashbacks, and I do like that they they bring him in in nightmares in yeah. nightmares because uh, Caesar starts seeing himself as uh, because he kills an ape too, and um and so Caesar starts becoming like. Am I also an ape? Like, am I losing my way? Am I losing my goodness? Am yeah, he I... kills the albino ape. Yeah. Um, the betrayer. Well, yeah, we have, we're we not there yet. But, yeah, so the albino, yeah, yeah. He, no, we're they, there. They, yeah, they find him. They torture him. They figure out where the guy is, and they, they, they kill him. But before they kill him, um, the albino ape tells him, like, 
the colonel, uh, here's why I joined, because the colonel is expecting even more men coming in with more weapons, and that's what he was told. Yeah. But you later find out that those men and weapons are actually another regiment of the army or, you know, remnants of the army that's going to come and kill the colonel because he's fucking too crazy. Well, uh, yeah, because he's murdering his soul, his own soldiers, soldiers and his own platoon people, anyone so, so, that is uh, shows any kind of signs of sickness. He's just... Yeah. He's not quarantining him at all. It's just immediately death. Hey, so, so, so you the can't colonel, speak, you die. Yeah, so the colonel played by... Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Has this kind of like eugenics um, idea of what humans uh, ought to be now with this thing. So when the, when well, they start noticing, I don't know if it's that. Like you kind of understand is, where he's it coming is that. from. That, he's though. saying he's saying we have to leave our legacy intact in our DNA, and so it is eugenics. Eugenics is a movement where you eliminate the undesirables of the population. But no, it's this isn't the undesirables, bro. This is like literally like Woody Harrelson explains it very well in the movie. Yeah. where it's like. We're lo- we're losing what makes us us. So if you're no longer yourself, we're gonna eliminate that strand. Yeah, so what what yeah. are you? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like you understand where he's coming from. Yeah, like you don't want to be. Uh, you know, I don't know. Wait, you don't want to be a monkey. Yeah, you, know? you don't want to be running around in the trees eating berries. Like, yeah, exactly. We enjoy our higher and, thoughts and and, sh- and shitting on ourselves. You know, <laughs> like yeah, I I totally understand that. The, that's the, why they're coming down to. That's why the other army from the north is coming to kill. Yeah, Woody because because this guy is like basically committing genocide against apes and humans alike. Yeah. So Maurice is the one that's trying to keep uh, Caesar, um, keep the humanity or the apeness of Caesar still in Caesar, the goodness of Caesar. In. Yeah, yeah. And so trying not to make him lose his way. Yeah. And go down the uh, the Coba path. Yeah. So so. Um, he basically says, no, we, we have to take the girl with us. We can't leave her here. It's winter. She'll die. Um, and so this girl yeah. joins them on their journey. And um, along the way, they meet Bad Ape. Uh, oh, my God. Who is just the best part of this film. Steven Zahn playing uh, Bad Ape. Oh, oh. Yeah, best best new character, man. Dude, um, I fucking love that guy. I mean, the funny... Oh, my God. He's so fucking funny in this thing. It's hilarious. Yeah, he's like a zoo ape from uh, San Diego Zoo. Yeah. And uh, he gives you his backstory. When people start getting sick, they started killing the apes, and he ran away. And he's he's a little loopy. He's been he's been out secluded. He, he's a golem character, basically. By yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's he's a little he's a little nuts. Are there more like you? More apes from zoo. Dead. All dead. Long time. Human gets sick. Ape get smart. Then human kill ape. But not me. I run. You learn to speak. Listen, human. Bad ape. Bad ape. No. No touch. That that's mine. And I love his interactions with uh, with Nova um, when she's no, trying to. No, Nova's the girl, the little girl. Yeah, she's the little uh, girl human. Um, uh, she keeps trying to grab like a Chevy Nova. The the the, the fucking si- the, the insignia. Yeah, of the, the car, logo. And that's why her name is Nova now. Yeah, and she keeps trying to grab it. He, I love it. He just keeps. He's like, he's like, no, that's mine. Yeah. No, 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 no. Put that back. Stop. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't touch it. Yeah. No, no, that's mine. It's. 
while he's in the middle of conversations Decision, and you're yeah, giving all this exposition and he's still got time to like, no, 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 and no, no. Guys, no. it's all animated and it looks fucking good. Uh, you know, I, I like that. Oh, sorry, I, CGI, not animated. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. The uh, but the CGI I feel like is even better in this one. Oh my god, it's it's fucking wonderful, man! Like Maurice and all these guys are aging. You can see like white hairs in there. You can it just oh, looks so good, dude. Yeah, those uh, the white hairs yeah. and Maurice's face, like right around his eyes. Oh, man, yeah. There is a shot where he's. I think it's when he first sees um, the Nova. Yeah. yeah, and she's in in that um, bunk Fly, bed or yeah. whatever. And it, man, it's a close up of his eyes and. It just goes in, and there's this little breeze that comes by, and you can see the hairs on his face yeah. move. And it's like, oh, my God. Some animator animated those hairs coming. Th- oh, Sat there for God. hours just for that shot. Yeah, I know. It's like, what the? Oh, my God. Like, I know they have all these physics simulators yeah. and shit like that, but, but it's still, still. It's fucking amazing. Oh, my God. It's crazy. And that girl, man, there's a scene where the big gorilla is like this big, tough, you know, fighting gorilla that's helping um, – the girl is trying to like reach out to like get a get a small little flower from a tree because she hasn't seen one, I guess, um, in her small young age. And what well, is it is pretty. It's, it's like really gorgeous. It's yeah, super it's snowy. Like, yeah, yeah, and it's like it's like a Japanese. Flowers. Yeah, it's like a Japanese kind of a like tree or whatever it is. I don't know what it is. It, it, it's it's like it's like one of one of those trees you see in like an Akira Kurosawa film, like in Ron, actually, the, the poster behind you. Whatever. Anyways, uh, what I'm trying to say is she's trying to reach it. She's gotcha. too short. This big gorilla comes in, grabs one, and puts it on her hair. And um, it's like such an awe moment. And then like a second later, the fucker is dead. Um, he gets sniped. Oh, no. Oh, he no, no, uh, no. he falls on the uh, the bayonet of one of the soldiers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, they encounter like a few soldiers, and he falls on the bayonet. And, and as he's dying, she well, they, takes it out, and she puts it in. Well, they ma- they finally make it to this compound where the uh, the colonel's at. Yeah. And when Caesar gets there, he realizes that they've actually caught up with all the apes that were going to the desert, and they've rounded them all up, the ones they haven't killed, and they... Ha- Literally have them in a yeah. ape concentration camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like from Schindler's List looking fucking concentration camp. Yeah, yeah. And and um, I don't see how you can see it any other way. Yeah. So like C- C- Caesar and uh, a rocket go to investigate, and when they come back, they're being followed by two people, and then the big gorilla tries to stop them, and he yeah. gets killed with the bayonet. And that scene between the girl and him, man, she she's putting that flower back in there and she can't talk and this girl's doing all the acting in her eyes just like caesar was in the first one and it is so fucking good yeah i mean i was actually tearing up and guys i didn't like it was me and brian it was like two dudes sitting there i don't know about brian i was fucking crying in the middle of public theater uh i'd already seen it before so yeah i could could man it up a little bit okay cool um And then yeah, and then the, you know basically yeah, all the all all of Caesar's apes, the, his tribe is in concentration camps, and yeah. they're all building a wall. Please fucking talk about that. Oh my god. Uh, so yeah, Caesar gets captured, and it's uh, this is kind of where the second half of the movie takes over, and it's it is very concentration camp. But you know, Dawn was I, I wouldn't call Dawn like subtle with with its themes or any of its metaphors or any yeah. of its ideas. But it it is very subtle in retrospect compared to War because yeah. this film um, it, it it throws a little bit of shade at Donald Trump uh, a lot of shade uh, because Woody Harrelson's character who you find out is crazy is dog shit yeah he is building a wall around his base to keep out helicopters <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and I guess a couple. There, there are some old, some uh, you know, foot soldiers and uh, some infantry guys coming in, and some tanks. You know, later they at, see at, later on, yeah, yeah. For the big battle. Uh, so I guess that's why he was building the wall, but. Yeah, it's he's definitely taking some shots at Donald Trump here. I mean, oh yeah, no, I know. Like he's getting the apes that the humans don't like yeah. to build the wall. Yeah, concentration camps. Well, style. wait, no, 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 get this right. The humans don't like any of the apes. Period. Yeah. Now there are apes willing to work for the humans and get some food and water, or they're all Caesar's tribe and they're just building this shit. And they're not getting water or food, and it's literally like it's no, it talks about our anything. politics right now. Because even Caesar is like, this is insane. And he's not saying it's insane, like, the scope of the project. No, like, this is stupid. Like, I'm a fucking ape, but I know you guys have helicopters. Like, this is fucking... Why are you building a wall? It doesn't mean... You're not going to stop the humans with a wall. What are you doing? Colonel Colonel Woody, uh, let me just uh, raise my hand and say, uh, your idea is really stupid. Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah, coming from an ape. <laughs> I know. They, they do have some missiles and some rocket launchers, and they do knock out, like... I think they knock out all the helicopters out of the sky. So. Well, yeah, because they have, they have the anti aircraft uh system um, yeah but yeah so so yeah that's where caesar finds all his people they're all chained they're all like carrying big rocks to rebuild this wall <laughs> rebuild this. sorry i just can't fucking get over it man. it's well, just fucking hilarious it is uh, like matt reeves also co-wrote this too so i feel yeah. like he is just like he's he's just, he's just going to town on donald trump here yeah I don't, no, I don't see how you can see it any other definitely. way definitely and, and so like the militia that the, the colonel like is over um they're very like blindly. They all have AO on, and they all like oh, yeah. blindly follow him to the fucking death. They're all the same as him. Like and even you know, the, even the apes, the apes are branded with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They all like belong to the colonel, basically. Yeah. And and actually, there is a bit more of a metaphor with immigration kind of thing here of like brainwashing and stuff like that because like. I know immigrants that hate other immigrants, and so like you got the donkey apes, you know, like uh, gorillas. Sorry, okay, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. saying. And then they're they're with the you know they're with the white guy, and then the other the other apes are like you are betraying your people, kind of thing. So I I don't know, like there's there's a lot of there's a lot of innuendos there uh, about that stuff. But yeah, yeah, I mean they're fucking building a wall to keep out helicopters, just fucking crazy. But but it's not crazy like. Oh, this makes the film bad. No, it's just it's a social commentary, but it works for the film because the colonel is so arrogant. He thinks his two little anti-aircraft, like you know, uh, uh, brown ball systems that he has, uh, will be able to take care of any kind of helicopter that would fly over. You know? Oh yeah, well, dude, there is probably my favorite. Yeah, I think it's my favorite scene in the entire movie is when he brings uh, Caesar in to talk to him. Yeah. And like you know, he's capturing him everything, and he's torturing him a little bit. He brings and, him and, in and, to talk to him. And, 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 hey, Jude's playing. It's it's just such a master stroke of a scene where you, this colonel just lays out his insane plan and all of his reasonings, and it all makes sense. I mean, not to me, but it all makes sense. No, no, no. I mean, saying. yeah, no. You you can totally see his line of thought on yeah. everything. Yeah. Like there's nothing where it's like, oh, that's that's stupid. What's your motivation no, he, for that? No, you understand his motivation. As wrong as it may be, yeah. you understand why he thinks that. Yeah, and and from him, you get the whole virus mutated. Why he's killing the people that have the mutated virus in them? Uh, why he thinks the apes are threatening to him? Why he doesn't heed any of the uh, peace signs that Caesar has given to him throughout the couple of years they've been pursuing each other? And uh, Caesar pretty much says, "Like I'm, gonna, I want to fucking kill you because you killed my 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 wife and my kid." Yeah, um, it's a great moment in the uh, in the trailer where he's like, "Oh, you're so emotional." 
Yeah, yeah. And he he does bring up. He's yeah. like, "Look, I killed your wife and kid on accident. I thought I was killing you. you. Yeah, it was an act of war. Yeah, it was a mistake. Yeah." And he's like, like, "I still don't give a fuck. I'm gonna he, kill your ass." Yeah. And then it like Woody Harrelson says the most fucked up thing to him ever, where he's just well, like, he, he "Look, if your him, son." Yeah. Yeah. Was gonna lead your evil bastard spawn uh-huh. off into this world. Yeah. I'm glad I killed that fuck. Yeah, and then he, oh my god, and he punches like, him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you, you see that, Caesar get so I, pissed, again, and you're you just see, like, do, fucking do, rip his face off, dude. Rip do, his face off. He's a bitch. Yeah, do, but do you see why I said he's like a eugenics guy? Because he doesn't want those other lines, anything. Other yeah, than but what he thinks is what a perfect human should be to survive. I mean, I don't know. Do you call it eugenics when it's like? Well, you can't call that for the apes. I get that part, but well, he was I'm, doing it to his own people as well. Yeah, but if it's like okay, if if someone was saying like I'm going to take all your higher function from with a disease, you know what I mean? Like the world's already fucking ended. You know? No, like, no, no, not no in his eyes. No, 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 not left. in his. In his eyes, it ended, but he has been chosen to rebuild it in his image. That's the way the guy fucking sees yeah, it. Yeah, he does have that thing where so he's again, like, that's my you know, purpose. Yeah, but, you know, th- that's what I'm saying. Anyways, I, mean, I don't know. If I, if I was put my – I just want to say if I was put my, if I was put in that position, I I don't know if I could take that so lightly, man. It's like your whole race, man. Because you're a good fucking person. Well, it's not yeah, even your, your he's, race. He's it's, your, it's your whole it's, species, it's species, man. Yeah. You know, it's just like <clears throat> everybody's going to be dead. Yeah. No, anyways, so... It's a tough cookie position to be in, man. Dude, yeah, I know, and that's what's great about this film, man. You're like, I'm sympathizing with the apes, but I'm sympathizing with the humans, but I want the apes to win, but I want the... Ah, man, it's fucking conflicting, man. It is. It is. is. It's like going to seeing a therapist while you're in a relationship. It's... Because everybody's really just trying to survive. That's all all, it is. Pretty pretty much, and, and like, you know... Caesar's end of it, man. They had nothing to do with this. They were peaceful. They were on their own. Humans came to them on the dawn. They ended up into fucking conflict. Now this army's here. They're seeking him out. All this guy wants to do is just be away from humans, yeah. build his own civilization, and then he's yet again fucking caught in politics and in proxy war between two human warring factions, and his whole tribe at this point is all captured. No water, no food. They're building a wall. Caesar himself gets put into the war camp as well, and he becomes more of like a Jesus figure. I mean, there is one scene where he's like he's on the cross. Yeah, yeah, he's like crucified almost. Or he's on you the know? X. Yeah, like, well, but, it's a cross on his side, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. you get what I'm saying. So, yeah. like, you know, he's his people started losing their way. They almost started like succumb to the fact that they are now just enslaved by humans. And Caesar and and uh, it was a. Fast turnaround on that, but then when Caesar shows up and Caesar demands that they be fed and watered, uh, at least given that for dignity, you uh, thought that was a quick turnaround. I didn't feel that way. Well, uh, just no, no. What, what I've said, not his his turnaround. The demeanor of the of his tribe that's already been building this wall for a few weeks at that point changed from servitude to we need to rise up again because our leader's back. Oh uh, no, I I think that makes sense though. Yeah, but yeah. Anyways. Because there's just a little were, tonality issues there, just a tiny bit, like two minutes of the film. No, no, I, they're mad at him, and he's mad at himself because he realizes that his vengeance got in the way of protecting uh, his people, and they're exactly. mad at him for leaving them and not leading them. Yeah, yeah, he did fuck up. He did. He, he, did, he did. fucks up. But, but then again, he, you know, then the, he has the, the Jesus moment where you know he's he's on the cross, and dude, then it's the, the humans best are like part of the whole fucking yeah. movie, man, is when he realizes that when he even says he's like, you know, it's like I I. I can't do this. I'm too much like Koba. Yeah. 
I can't let my own hate go. I, I have the yeah. I have what the anger fucking leader says too. that? No. What fucking leader in the history of the world has ever said that shit? I fucked up. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I can't do this anymore. Not the current one we have. <laughs> Not anyone that I know of, man. It's like, no, I'm perfect. What are you talking about? I'm, great. I'm yeah. awesome. Yeah, everyone's got a little Napoleon, you know. Dude, I mean, in you, there. you see that coming out from uh, Caesar, and it's just like, dude. You, no, it, it's it's you're great. more human than anyone yeah. else here in this camp. Um, so so at this point, uh, Rocket, uh, Bad Ape, and uh, Maurice and the little girl stayed out after Caesar got captured. Yeah, and, yeah, they're um, totally they they figured that there are tunnels underneath because Bad Ape has uh been to that part many times before. The humans came to like take uh, military ration foods from the FEMA trailers that were yeah. there, <laughs> collecting and, food. Yeah, of course he's scavenging, and uh, th- I mean, this guy this guy. Guys, hilarious! Bad, bad. By the way, guys, the best scene in the film is when when they're all they all they are all like in this like ski resort with Bad Ape. That's the first time you meet Bad Ape, and then they all eat food, whatever. The next day in the morning, they they're all ready to descend onto this, um, you know, the military base where the colonel and the guys are in, and um, you, you see everyone come out. Bad Ape is not there yet, and then Bad Ape comes out, and he's like in. A what a, a a douchebag German guy named Max that goes skiing all the time, yeah, would be in like these like puffy. What he's got the Marty McFly jacket from yeah, Back to the Future yeah, on, he's, yeah, he's, like he's, a he's, toboggan. Yeah, he's he's got he's got the like the air bubble <laughs> vest on. He's got like that, and then he comes out. And everyone's looking at him, and he just like puts his like give, gives us a little Fonzie, you know. He gives us a little, hey, little thumbs, thumbs up, up guys. yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's so fucking. Good. It's so funny, man. Uh, he's just it's it's the best scene. But anyways. So, yeah, they figure out that the tunnels, uh, and it's so clever how they worked it out. Okay, so how would you know the tunnels yeah. are there? We're, we added this character that knows all these things, and he's sympathizing. Oh, he's, no, he he's, he's running away, and he falls into the tunnel. Dude, he, he talks knows the about place is there, but yeah. he, he didn't know the tunnels are there because he's he's running back. And oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, you're right. In. Yeah, he falls in, and then they find that there are tunnels underneath the yeah. whole base. Yeah. Ape, oh, apocalypse. Yeah, no, no, apocalypse. Yeah, apocalypse now. <laughs> So yeah, they're, 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 the apes are walking through, and you can see where like the humans were like, I guess the some of the previous occupants of that base. Um, they had that mutated simian yeah, flu. Yeah, yeah. Know. So they were, you know, like they were using it for hiding or whatever it is, you know, from different various, you know, whatever. It's just it's fucking funny, man. Because there's a lot of. I'm like, surprised they didn't add like that Nova got out through those tunnels. You know what I mean? Yeah, in the yeah. script, I'm surprised yeah. that they didn't tie that in together, but. I, I'm kind of glad they didn't because that would have been too much. Glad, I'm I'm kind of glad they didn't either. Um, Coincidences? Yeah, it's I don't know. It's it's very clever the way they did it. She she then she comes in. She gives uh, after after Caesar was tortured, they cut him down, but they throw water on him. And again, it's winter's coming, guys. So it's fucking freezing. He's gonna die. And and the colonel basically I mean, says. He can handle it. No, nah, man, that well, dude, no. Yeah, unless you're a warless, you'll you'll die from hypothermia. You know. Uh, he can handle it, bro. He's got White Walker Bro. blood all. The time. Oh yeah, exactly. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this 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 little girl comes and gives him food and water, and he sees his huma- I hate that word for an ape, but humanity again because of her. Yeah. And um, he decides that no, I'm I'm gonna stand up for me and my tribe, and I'm gonna break us all out of here. Why she does this thing where she walks through the gate, and no one's paying attention to her. And there's this, yeah, and there's this one shot where it looks like, but but it's danger for her too because you know you know she's mutated, um, she's got that disease in her. So if they if someone says, "Hey, little girl, what are you doing here?" she goes, "Ah," they figure her. out they're gonna yeah. shoot her. So she's at her at risk uh, on her own about this. But 
that one shot, man, there was an overhead long lens shot where you can see the left side of the where all the apes are. The right side is where uh, Caesar is because he's isolated after they cut him down. And you can see where the colonel and some of the men are. And it's, yeah. it's shot per shot from Schindler's List, like those three, four shots right there. And then we go from that into the Great Escape, and it's fucking great. They 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 do, they do uh, take take some shots from Schindler's List and The Great Escape for sure. Yeah, definitely The Great Escape with the the, the tunnels. Oh my god, yeah, uh, dude, it's, just, some it's of so that, good. Some that guys, like, that whole oh sequence is so fucking amazing. I like that is I'm so I, I it took it somewhere. I still wanted to see that big battle where apes wipe out the humans, but you know what? It makes sense. We're such such shitty species that we'll wipe ourselves out for someone else to come along and take over after us. Yeah, I don't know, man. I liked it. It's just like it's like the Great Escape, Ocean's 11. I like I, I like those prison break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it I mean, it was so fun like and how they get the kids out with her crawling along the tops. Oh, and dude, and it's so it's it's, it's so awesome. good. Yeah, so so Maurice and and um What's his name? Uh, Rocket. Uh, yeah, they they kind of devised the whole plan of how they're gonna get everyone out. They dig in there under there. They they get everyone out. That they couldn't dig into the kids, so basically they broke into the prison where the kids are, and oh, and they I got them because they're so monkeys. Cute. They can scale up. Yeah, it's so cute. And but <laughs> but you see the emotion, man. We you know you hear Caesar say to his kid, "I love you." And, Cornelius. Um, by the way, yeah, Cornelius. Um, Caesar speaks. Perfect in this. Just, there's no interruptions or no pauses. No, it's, he's got. He yeah. still has still a little bit of breath, but not as much as before. No, no, yeah, not yeah. As much. You're so, totally right. So, so you can see that his brain is even getting smarter. Um, and and Maurice uh doesn't speak throughout this whole film. He still signs until he really needs to give a really good heartfelt message to uh, Nova. And um, what does he say to her? I can't remember right now, man. But I can't either. Man. I know, and Donnie says run. That was yeah. his only thing he said. Nah. But I just, I just, I just remember that. I can't remember what it is. It, it I just, can't, I, can't I, I was just because, like, the girl. I, I just, anyways. Um, so it's it's interesting the evolution in here, and then biggest awesome, most fucked up twist is Her, You know, Woody Harrison's character, the Colonel, uh, ends up getting the fucking mutated thing the night oh. before the big invasion. Because like, the you can see the army coming in, and everyone like is like getting prepared. Like, where the fuck is the Colonel? Like banging on his door. Yeah, but he's like he's locked himself in, finished a fifth of whiskey, and he can't talk because you know Caesar goes to see where he is. Yeah, well, I mean, at this point, him. all the yeah. apes are out, and like that's when yeah. Caesar's like, "Look, I can't let my revenge go. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go, go fucking this. kill this guy." Yeah, yeah, and man, he goes in there and. And the little the little girl Nova yeah. gives Caesar a, a doll from earlier. And yeah, it's that doll because it's from her, and she has the mutated strain of the virus. And then the colonel confiscated that from Caesar. Caesar, yeah. and then you know the virus goes into him. But it's so clever that he's the one. That's how he got it, you know. And you can see like the blood from his nose on it. If if he hadn't had that virus, okay, why do you think he didn't kill him? Well, because he didn't want to go over that edge. You know, there's a fine line. Uh, really? Do you think that's why? Or do you think he was just like, look, man, I'm just going to let you suffer this way? No, no, no. Because, be because be, no, because cause he looked at the gun and he left the gun for him knowing that this guy's going to kill himself with it. Um, but he was going to go in there and shoot him, though. That was no, his no, that was plan. Yes, that's his intent. So he goes in there, sees the status this guy's in, and um, sees that. I guess karma serves its own justice one way or another. 
and says, yeah, maybe if I leave you, you'll suffer a little bit more, but there's nothing worse than you killing your own self. But th- there was a shot where Woody Harrison's eyes caught Caesar when yeah. they're both looking at the gun, and Caesar turned, and then it cut to outside, and you can see him fucking shooting himself. In Man, I would have I would had Caesar, like, just take the gun from him and leave. <laughs> just be like, fuck you, bitch. Yeah, 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 right? So, by the way, the, th- throughout this whole part, um, the the, Woody the, the, the crossbow guy um, is conflicted himself because you got Caesar that, s- that saved your life. Uh, sp- sorry, spared your life. And then you got the colonel that you, like, admire and you love, but he's treating these... I don't feel like he's conflicted. You think he's conflicted? I, th- I thought he was conflicted for a little bit. Couple of scenes, yeah, like especially the, the uh, you know, when, when the scene where the colonel goes, why so emotional? Um, yeah, yeah no, I know. see. I can see it in that one. Yeah, but he still shoots him, dude. But he still shoots him. He gives he gives Caesar an arrow on the side, and then the big ass gorilla that right says, "I make my own choices." Now you gotta understand. So where we are right the now, the the yeah. the other the other human, uh, they're they're all in white camouflage. So the white army, that's what I'm gonna call them. Oh, the uh, just call them the Northern Army. The, the Northern, Northern Army. Humans. Uh, has descended Jimmy's. upon to the scene with with helicopters with all that stuff. They're fucking firing shit. Uh, the humans on the wall that the apes built start seeing that some some of the apes are escaping uh, from the tunnels because you know it's within a distance of of, of eyesight. Uh, they start gunning them some of them down. Oh, so it's, that's it's just a fucking too. chaotic scene, right? Caesar goes in, where he else and kills himself. Caesar comes out. Um, he's running, and, and he's seeing that these guys are gunning down his, his people, basically. And, and he finds, like, a belt of grenades. So he grabs it and goes, tries to blow them up by a methane gas uh, tanker. Oh, that is one thing I, I didn't catch the first time I saw it, but the second time I did. You know, I think one of the reasons that Woody Harrelson wanted that wall built was so they wouldn't be able to shoot. Uh probably, yeah. The you know, the the fuel explosion because yeah. they can't help where those things are located. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like they can or, move them. Yeah, exactly. Or they Matt Reeves just kind of put that in there because if anyone goes, yeah, you're anti-Trump. He's like, no, man, that's why they need to enclose it because <laughs> <laughs> he's smart, motherfucker. Dude, uh, look, no, come on. It, there's no way this this movie is totally anti-Trump. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. So yeah, basically, yeah, the film ends with the fucking humans killing each other and the apes escaping. That's pretty much it. And and you know, okay, and then the gorilla coming around and saving Caesar, the the gorilla from the beginning. Least favorite part of the entire fucking movie. The avalanche. Um, yeah, the avalanche, man. It fucking pissed me off, man. Um, I I kind of understand it, but at the same time, it does piss me off because it it, it ends the movie really quick. Yeah, because the movie. Movie doesn't really feel that long. No, it, it's it's long, but it doesn't feel that long. Um, is it long? I don't even think it's over two hours, man. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, it is one hundred. It's one hundred forty yeah. minutes, so it's yeah. two hours and yeah. twenty minutes. Yeah, no, it, it, but but it doesn't feel it long because it fucking feel that feels long. really well, dude. It flows really well. So so that's probably why they did the avalanche. Yeah, thing. yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, dude, we gotta we gotta get out of this area, you know. So basically, look, they needed some kind of major catalyst to end the war that the humans have been fighting with each other. So yeah. you can see that the North Army defeated the uh, Colonel's army, and then the white the, the North Army turns around and they all see Caesar, and they're all like start putting their guns at him. But then the methane thing blows up where Caesar threw his grenades. And don't forget, you know, what we talked about earlier. The They're they're sitting on this. Uh, and it's brilliant that the fact that they're on this, like, cache of weapons, like yeah. U.S. military-grade weapons. And so basically the whole fucking mountain collapses. And, like, yeah. and so, but all the humans die because none of them have the, the evolution 
to climb the trees and all the apes do because they still have the they're de evolutionized and they can still climb the trees and so the, that's right all the apes survive and all the humans die and uh okay so was that was, is that is it supposed to be all the humans in the entire world no no just in that area okay yeah. i was a little unclear no, about no, like and, and who's so, still left but don't forget at the end of the movie. Don't forget we're doing this from the apes' perspective. So now the apes were probably thinking all the humans died. You know the Troll and Heston thing later on, where you see okay, there were the, the humans that were there were just like small little villages now. Not not even villages. They don't have society. They're just hunter gatherers at that point. Yeah, yeah. They go backwards. You know. So um, yeah, Caesar and his people survive. His apes survive, and they take the trek where his son, who's dead, you know, the older son. Um, told them that it's going to be great, and they get there, and it's beautiful, and it's... Uh, is this supposed to be Lake Tahoe? Is that where that's supposed to be? I think so, yeah, because they, like, you know, they, they cross the desert from California yeah. into that area, so I'm sure it's that area. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be Lake Tahoe. And it's, like, naturally fortified. It's got water. It's got trees. It's got forests. You know, it's kind of... And, and the the tone of the film yeah. uh, changes from, like, really dark blues to, like, really bright uh, yellows and magentas and... Well, they're, they're trying to go for that, uh, the rise look. Yeah, from yeah. From the first one. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I saw what they were doing there. And, and, and then, you know, but they take Nova with them. They can't let Nova die. Yeah, they and, take Nova. And they take Nova, and they get there, and then um, Caesar is just ecstatically happy that his um, people are safe, and then he dies. And uh, do we, we mention that Nova is the girlfriend for Char- for Charlton Heston's character? That's why in the I keep Planet saying, Apes? so guys, at the very end, I argued with Brian about this after the film <laughs> for about 25 minutes, and he's like, no, it's a fucking lens flare. I'm telling you, at the end of this film, if you go... No, look, I didn't argue. I just said all I saw was a lens flare. That's if, all I saw. If you go see it in theaters and you're listening to us before you go see it and you do see it, write us an email if, if you agree with me or disagree with me, but uh, at the very, very end, it's the last frame. Caesar's dying. He looks up, and the camera cuts to the sky, yeah, and it pans, pans d- down. Does little tilt. Yeah, up, yeah, and it's not. It's not a fucking lens flare. It's a ship coming the fuck down. No, it's wait. There tiny is a lens fuck. flare. There is a lens flare on okay. the left side of the screen, but not in the middle. In the middle, there's like a small little black dot. No, no, dude, that down. lens flare goes all the way across the screen. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm just okay. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just telling you that fuck. That's that's where the ship is coming down, man. I'm telling you. That's you know. I gotta watch it again. I don't. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't seen anything or heard anything about that, and I, I didn't see it. But I'm just saying. So maybe maybe there's I'll, gonna I'll be go a part four. Uh, but yeah, you think that, there's gonna be a part four? I hope there's a part. Where four. Where are they gonna go after this? Right. So the apes I, are go back. In, go in, back to the original film and then end it. Go back to the original film. Give us an updated version of it and then end it. Dude, like another like twenty years into the future. Yeah, or fifteen or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You know, and uh, you know, I mean, hopefully we'll all be you know still alive by then. I'd love to see it. You know, I mean, you can you can almost. Watch this film and put in Planet of the Apes. Um, and it'll still carry, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, uh, after watching this, I came back and watched the original Planet yeah. of the Apes. And I, I did like, the same know, thing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, the timeline's a little off, the years are off, and what they say is off, and the reason why they things happen is off, but... It's close enough to where I can still it excuse is. it and enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, I can still see it yeah. fitting into this trilogy. Overall, dude, I, I really enjoyed this movie, man. I, like, dude, Bad Ape... Bad Abe is the best part, and uh, Caesar obviously is fucking amazing. No, Caesar is good. Um, he's good because he admits his weaknesses in this yeah. movie, and he, he it, shows you that vulnerable. He's got a side, lot of flaws yeah. in this one. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like, I feel like Rise and Dawn, like 
He's Caesar more righteous, a, yeah. Yeah, right. You know, he didn't. He's he's not a very flawed character. He's more. It's much more about his journey and completing yeah. his journey. Yeah, and and it's good because it still is in his early years of development. So he still yeah. had that innocence in him, and now he saw war. Um, it's personally taken from me. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, man. This film has more heart than pretty much fucking any movie out there. This this film has as much heart. As Saving Private Ryan does, uh, all all three of them do, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I mean, dude, this is this is a great, great, great trilogy. I'm I'm really glad we got this. Um, I'm just glad for sci-fi and it's just oh, it's, it's amazing. And Matt, Matt Reeves, we're very glad for you. Thanks for not fucking up this franchise, man. You rock. Yeah, you know, dude. Yeah, Matt Reeves is a really good director. I cannot yeah. wait for his fucking new Batman, dude. I'm yeah. so excited that he's doing Batman. I'm losing see, my I, mind, dude. I'm, I'm I'm excited too, but I'm I, okay. I, I just oh, want to put so this sorry. out there, uh, but like Dunkirk, the biggest criticism is like, there's no women and there's no colored people in there. Oh, no, dude, look, that was a like, stupid fucking kid criticizing online that obviously... Like, but, I, but what I'm saying is that one stupid kid, there are a million of those fucking people out there, and I'm just saying that's how we're turning into, as a society, what I'm trying to get to is with this, with Matt Reeves and the new Batman thing, I would love to see what his thing is is going to be but it's going to be fucking ruined by all the fucking dickhead fanboys that have nothing better to do than fucking sit and troll the fucking internet and, no, it, no, and no. it happens with almost every franchise there is right now man you just get so much hate from idiots out there because you know that oh, I grew up with Batman I read all the comics but, ah, shut the fuck up I don't give a shit it's a great look, fucking look, movie bro bro come you on know, like, look my batman let, fans let us enjoy it we 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 stick together, bro. We we keep it tight. We we're not like that. We're we're open minded fans, bro. Okay. We're open minded. All right, cool. We all got right. it right here. Sure. Let, let's <laughs> let's call up Ben Affleck and see what he thinks about uh, that statement you just made. Hey, Ben Affleck's gonna be in the in the. I in the know. I think movie, I think so. Ben Affleck is a fucking great Batman. I don't know about but, great. He's he's good. He's good enough for me. I love him. He's awesome. He's no Christian Bale. I loved Christian Bale. Fuck Christian Bale. All right. Anyway, so oh, I love we digress. Those Nolan. Love those Nolan Batman movies so much. Last, last, oh, of course, I love him because of Christopher Nolan, not because of fucking Christian Bale. But anyways, uh, he's the only director that I would go see the films because they're the director, not the actors. Uh, no, him yeah, and Quentin no. Tarantino. Well, no, uh, I, I, dude, I, I get excited about a bunch of filmmakers. I would just yeah. go see their movies just because they made them. Like yeah. I, Matt Reeves, I'll go see yeah, a movie yeah. just because he made Cause it. Matt Reeves, yeah, yeah. Especially after uh, what was it Let the Let Me In? Let Me In, yeah. Um, he did that remake of Let the Right One In. Yeah. I thought that was one of the best, best. American yeah. remakes of a of a foreign horror film. Oh, ever. dude, I know. Uh, it just put all the Ring movies and all those. Uh, Kind of the J horror remakes, yeah. to shame. Exactly. Well, because those were not; th- those were just done to capitalize on that, not done to just tell a story and capitalize on no. that. And Matt Reeves just does both; he tells a story not, and capitalizes. Not on that it. I hate the ring, because I love Gore Verbinski as well. Gore yeah. Verbinski is a badass. Nobody's saying that. I have not seen the Curious, uh, the Cure for Wellness yet, though. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to I'm, see. It. I'm taking a little break on horror right now uh, because I'm, I'm little news. I'm, I'm making a movie. And it's drama, and uh, so I'm really just more into drama right now. Until I'm, I'm, I'm all bro, over this phase. So, bro, bro, that's that's how you tell good drama, man. You can go watch those horror movies, man. To get the conflicts, I'm, I'm, that you I'm, need. yeah, I'm proper. I'm, I'm really more on Fellini stuff right now for the conflicts than than, uh, Fellini. than yeah, yeah. So, good filmmaker though. Hey, man, great filmmaker. Yeah, so. eight and a half. You never seen it? Uh, oh yeah, do. watch that and La Strada. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let, let's try this. Game, hey, let's try this. Great. I was thinking eight and a half because you know the movie crew podcast. Eight and a half fits real, real yeah, good. It in does. With it filmmaking. does. It does. But you know what? It's like it, a filmmaking nightmare. Eight yes, and a half. it is. It's it's <laughs> so one. Good. It's wonderful. But like you have to start. You have to familiarize where you familiarize yeah, yourself yeah. with a few of his films before you get to eight and a half, or else you're gonna be like, I don't understand what the fuck this guy's really? trying to do. Really? Yeah, because yeah. eight and a half was the first uh, Fellini film I ever saw. You're different. You're special, Brian. Anyways. No, I'm not special. That's just like the most popular, easy, accessible one in America yeah. uh, in yeah. the mid-90s, bro. Yeah, or the late-90s, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that's true. I didn't see any of his stuff until about hey. 97 or so. Hey, Filmstruck, um, we'll give you a shout-out right now. Um, and uh, you should, oh, if you do Filmstruck. hear this. Hey, guys, if you got like 14 bucks a month to spare, um, Filmstruck yeah. is a great fucking subscription service. And um, you- you'll love it. Anyways, um, yeah, they got the Criterion and it's uh, TCM mm-hmm. or TMC. What is it? Uh, Tur- Turner Classic Movies. Turner Classic Movies. That's right. TCMs, Turner yeah. Movie Classics. I always get that confused. Mm-hmm. Um, it's both of them. They partnered up and yeah. uh, they got some great stuff. Yeah, good movie. Anyways, last thoughts on this? The franchise or the film? What you want to do? Last thoughts on the franchise? Or yeah, the film? yeah. Uh, last thoughts. I love every single one of these films. They stand out. They have good social commentary. Um, War is really good. Uh, Ranking for the series, I would have to say, I'm probably going to give it to Dawn number one just because I've seen it the most. I would probably, we're going to revise that though because I think War is probably the better film. Story-wise, character-wise, I think it's it's probably the better film. Not entertainment-wise, I think Dawn's probably the more entertaining blockbuster movie you want with a Planet of the Apes film. I think war is the it's not the movie you want it's the movie you need you don't even know you need it yeah it's so good just go go see this movie yeah and support it so we can get another one yeah exactly what do you think uh i, I think number one is rise number two is war number three is dawn uh for me uh, you put dawn at number three yeah That's your least favorite no no well it's not my least favorite it's it's not my least favorite. I just don't want to watch it as much as I'd want to watch Rise and Dawn and War. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, and and um, yeah. I mean, Rise is great because it's a mix between really heart tug, compelling story, um, great visuals, and um, very blockbuster like entertaining. And then War is a little bit more about the story. There's still some entertainment, just just well done. And that's the thing too. It doesn't matter if it's just. 15 minutes of entertainment but it's so well done that you can remember it for such a long time um and don is just straight up like the hollywood formula um so i i like the matt reeves ones better than um oh, wait i thought you said you put rise at number one again guys the fucking names in these films <laughs> don why did you name him this way yes Dawn, the first Matt Reeves film, is my number one. Okay. War is the second Matt Reeves film, is my number two. And then Rise is number three. Okay, all right, yeah. all right, all right. So, so same ranking, same S- ranking. Same ranking, yeah. Okay, right. Fuck okay. me, man, yes. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> these, yeah. these titles are confusing. Yeah, it, it is. Just you know, just dude, go do do Planet of the Apes one, two, and three. Just make it easier for us, please. <laughs> like we're not as sophisticated as you guys are. Apparently. I either need numbers or Roman numerals. Yeah, Damn yeah. it! Come on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, no. Overall, the franchise itself is is um, wonderful, man. I mean, it's entertaining. It's uh, great storytelling, yeah. great cinematography, amazing editing, awesome score. Please play the theme when we leave this uh, podcast. So I'm probably not going to play the 
Oh, we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit, but go ahead. <laughs> or, you know, play that, you know. Yeah, that's you know. what I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah. I, think, I think we're going to have to play some of Dawn and yeah. not War. Yeah, but yeah. But Michael Giacchino did both uh, Dawn and War, yeah. so we're good there. No, it's 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 good, yeah. So, and then, uh, yeah, the the film itself, War, uh, man, it's it's War. It's um, it's really good, man. Really great character development. Amazing landscapes. Uh, very well shot. It's so cinematic, man. It's great. Um. He he has these shots where he doesn't do his establishing where it's just establishing. He has a character walk into the shot and it's establishing the, you know, like the base. So you see Caesar walking in, but it starts out on the base and then Caesar walks into the shot. And those are so epic and wide scale. It's just amazing. Like I wish those were like IMAX and we had 70, 70 millimeter here and we we're like watching it that way. Yeah, That'd this was amazing. not released on the IMAX. Yeah, I know. I was. Totally I'm just bummed. saying it would have been. It would have been amazing. Uh, maybe it was somewhere, but I didn't see it anywhere in the IMAX yeah. format. I think it's uh, Spider-Man and Dunkirk kind of killed it. And I was going to say, and that is for another podcast we'll do soon on Dunkirk. <laughs> there you go. All right, guys. Uh, so you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you guys want to get in touch with us, our email address is themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's themoviecrew, and crew is spelled C-R-E-W-E, extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Facebook and Twitter at Movie Crew Pod. You guys can follow us there. Uh, you can give us ratings on iTunes and Stitcher. We would surely appreciate that. It helps people find out about the show. Wahid, where can people follow you, sir? Uh, at WA Films. And uh, yeah, uh, Filmstruck people, you know, now you know our email address. Hit us up if you want to advertise. <laughs> there you go, Filmstruck. Yeah, we're, Filmstruck. we're holding out hope. Yeah. <sighs> And like always, guys, we're going to close out with a little bit of music. Tonight is no exception. We are going to be playing a little bit from a little ditty from Dawn of the Planet of the Apes soundtrack. This is going to be track number five, titled Close Encounters of the Furred Kind. This is from Michael Giacchino. Enjoy. Enjoy.